Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Happy Tuesday. Well, how about that weather out there? What a refreshing blast. For the bay. I hope everyone fared well. I know that there are people out there who are really excited about the rain and uh, I am one of them. I hope everyone is having a great week so far. I am going to start the show off today talking to you about last week's challenge. For anyone who wasn't listening last week, my weekly challenge was to have the buyers out there who have submitted offers and not gotten their offer accepted. To look back at previous offers and understand the price gap between what they the property was listed at and what the property sold for and then look at what their offer price was get an understanding of where the immediate market that you're shopping in is actually selling for and how close are you really because this is for those buyers out there who have been shopping for a really long time Some people who maybe not have been shopping for a long period of time, but have been very aggressive in their shopping, have put in many, many offers and have been beat out many times over. And they're kind of wondering, what are we doing wrong? And the answer is truthfully, nothing. You're probably being very well advised by your professional realtor and getting all the information that you need. This is just another one of those pieces of information that I encourage you to get so that you have an understanding of how close were you on those properties that you may have been very, very interested in. And this is the best way to look at that. So I received a a text from Tad in Sunnyvale. Thank you, Tad. Uh, Tad reached out to me to say thank you for encouraging this challenge because what they did was look at the last 10 offers they put in. That's right, 10 offers. um, And noticed that their price gap was an average of $125,000 off. And the last five offers was actually uh, more at the higher end. So there were lesser gap in the early part of the summer, more gap at the end of the summer, meaning buyers at the end of the summer were bidding up higher than they were over list price at the beginning of the summer. So Tad now has an understanding of if he's really going to be aggressive about a specific property where he really needs to be. And most of the time, Tad, this is for you and for all those buyers out there, Most of the time, it's the concept that buyers are still looking to get a great deal and and sellers are always looking for the top price. So we have to bridge that gap. We have to have a a meeting in the middle, so to speak, in order for there to be a successful offer captured on a property. But Tad highlights something really important here, and that is the difference between the list price and the sale price or his offer price and the sale price was smaller 
at the beginning of the summer and greater here in the most recent months. So in these most recent three months, he has seen the numbers now saying that buyers are offering higher. So they're digging deeper into their pockets. And that is going to affect those buyers out there who are looking to get their offers accepted. If they've been above the, the same mentality of a certain amount over or um, some strategy that you'll hear from a realtor is $5,000 for every offer the listing agent says they have in. Now, whether or not we know that they have that many offers in or not, or whether that's just a sales tactic to boost the numbers, um, we're not ever going to be certain of. But understanding the difference between where you offered, where the property actually got into contract, once it's sold, obviously you're not going to know that until the property's closed on. But once it's sold, you can actually see the gap price there. So Tad, I hope that that gives you the opportunity to really understand where your price point needs to better be in order to get accepted by those sellers or to be the most competitive in that immediate market that you're shopping in. Sunnyvale is tough. And it is one of those very, very desirable markets that people are offering sizable amounts over the list price. So I'm really glad that you got that information and that you found it useful. For anyone else who is in the buying realm and has been frustrated by not getting their offer accepted, by not capturing a property, feeling like their realtor maybe is telling them to you know, bid higher, bid higher, and, and wondering if this is all just for commission's sake, I would really encourage you to, to follow this exercise as well and look back at the offers, on the properties you've submitted offers on, look at your price, look at the list price, and look at the final sales price on it. And uh, you should gain some confidence that your realtor is giving you the best advice to capture that property and to change you from being a buyer, a shopper, to a homeowner. If you have questions today or any day and you'd like to ask my advice or my opinion, my phone number is 831-435-0385. You can also email Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. Now, every week we talk about pre-approval. And for those of you who have not heard this before, welcome. Pre-approval is paramount to your success as a buyer. And what we're seeing right now is also that there are the opportunities for people whose incomes have been affected by COVID, that pre-approval can also affect them in refinancing. I've had some clients recently who came to me and said, we're, we're thinking about a refinance in order to get into another purchase, but we wanted to make sure that we get our finances in line first. They wanted to do a refinance, lower the interest rate on their primary residence, and make sure that they were in the best position possible in order to buy. One of the homeowners had had a substantial income reduction during COVID. And because of the structure of the way that they were paid, their income for qualifications was going to be impacted. And they were not aware of this. So had they not stepped into the opportunity to refinance and sure up their financial house before they stepped into the buying process, they had the cash ready for their down payment. They thought they were great on the purchase side of things. They just were looking at their overall portfolio. And lo and behold, we have come into a challenge. Now, the great news is that we have plenty of loan options out there for them. So the ability for us to restructure and capture this other property for them is still available to them. But had they not known this in advance, we would have gotten into contract and then run into this challenge and had to quickly scramble. And that just adds to the stress level of everything. Um, when you're under contract, 
there are other aspects of stress that you need to be managing, which is the inspections on the property. If you're working on a property that is going to need any projects done to it, you know, maybe you're having conversations with contractors or dealing with design issues. Those are all things you're dealing with in process. Having your loan pre-approved in advance of when you actually need to execute on it gives you the certainty of knowing that your finances are taken care of and you can focus on other aspects of the transaction. Because while all of this is taking place, and for all of you buyers out there, you know this, while all of this real estate transaction is taking place, you're still supposed to stay focused on your job and stay committed to your family and think about the incoming holidays and manage all the other aspects of your life while this giant, monumentous occasion in your life is also happening. And it's just added on like a cherry on top of life Sunday. And uh, so I really encourage everybody out there, there is no time that's too soon to get out and make sure you have every aspect of your finances taken care of in advance of when you actually need it. Be 100% certain and you will not be sorry. Now, having said that, pre-approval is a review of your income, your employment, current and past, your history when it comes to credit, not just your score, but your actual account history and payment history. Um, do you have accounts and collections? Are they medical? Do you need to pay those through the closing? Is there anything that can be done with your current credit management that will improve your credit scores and give you the opportunity for the best and lowest cost financing for your set of circumstances? We're looking at your assets, your money. Where is your money? Where are you bringing it from? How are you utilizing those funds and maximizing your opportunities? And then we're taking a look at the property itself. And, and the property comes in secondarily once you have a live contract or whether you have a property you already own. So income, asset, employment, credit are the major key players when it comes to your credit package. How you as a buyer or a borrower, and that's what you're called on a loan, you're borrowing the money, how you as a borrower meet up with the lending guidelines that are out there. And that helps us as your lenders determine exactly which loan product best suits your needs. If you need a formal pre-approval, if you have been turned down, there is no no in this industry. If someone gave you a no without any option, that person did not give you any service because what we are supposed to do here in this industry and in my role is to provide you with the education and information you deserve so that you make informed decisions you feel good about. And that means creating a path for you, even if the answer is not today, but here's what we do to get you prepared for that buy in the future or that refinance in the future. And that is the service that each and every one of you deserves. And if you are not receiving that, I again encourage you to give me a call so we can talk about how to get you on the path to the financing that you seek. We have a great opportunity here in the Bay Area to purchase properties that are cash flowing. Investor properties are really taking off once again. There was a lull in the market there for investors during the whole pandemic and shutdown, um, particularly for people who had investment properties and their tenants were told they don't need to pay rent. And for a lot of people that really caused a challenge in their finances. And for all of those people out there, they're, they're just getting back into their payment plans. There's definitely the opportunity for us to look at 
how we move forward and what we can do for you in the future. If you are just coming, if you're an owner and you're just coming out of forbearance right now, you can refinance and pay off the balance that was held in forbearance until now you're making the active payments again. Um, but you do have to have three months of active repayment under your belt before you can close on a transaction. So for those of you who are just starting your first payments here out of forbearance in November, you're going to have your November payment, your December payment. And by the time you we provide evidence of your January payment being made, you're now eligible to close on your transaction. We don't have to wait until you have made that, that third payment in order to apply. So um, to dispel some myth out there, there was someone I spoke with yesterday who said they know they can't apply until February because they don't begin making their payments until November. Not the case. Now we can take a look at lots of different pieces of your transaction and get you prepared. Obviously the rate information will likely be different um, as we move towards the end of the year and the beginning of the new year, but we can definitely take a look at all of the other aspects of your transaction for you. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you need help and support and guidance, the professionals here at Essex Mortgage are here for you in the state of California and throughout the United States. So if your transaction takes you outside the walls of California, uh, those invisible walls, then please don't hesitate to reach out to me and let me know how I can help you get the financial services that you need. We'll be back in just a few moments. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Ah, right, Bay Area, we are back. I appreciate each and every one of you who is elected to join us today and spend some time getting smarter about your real estate financing options. And all of those who have contacted me with questions or comments or um, scenarios that you have needed some support and advice with. I received a call this past week from Sandra and Sandra was saying that she's been listening to the show for, uh, you know, over a year and a half now. And when previously, when it was Eric's real estate lending show uh, that I had sat in on for a good long period of time. And Sandra had said that she'd heard me mention many times about flexible investment purchase options for non-owner occupied properties. And we were talking about the scenario that she had presented. Sandra, thank you um, for your time and your call. And it was a, really a very enlightening conversation for me to understand that someone who was listening for a very long period of time and had heard me talk about these concepts and was nervous about them and that how the interest rate might probably be awful. It was what she was thinking. It was probably awful, but it would be flexible and it would get your foot in the door. Um, and, and it wasn't. And her realization that these flexible options for investors are extremely competitive and really take people off of the fence and put them down on the playing field and get seriously into the game because they now don't have to worry about the actual qualifications as much as when they were thinking, that they were going to be very, very rate sensitive. And Sandra was concerned that these investment property loans were going to be much more like private money lending, you know, in the teens. And that is just not the case. So for those of you who have heard me talking about these before, uh, specifically the debt service loan, which is a loan that takes your entire portfolio and puts it on the sideline and takes a look at specifically one transaction. Your credit score is reviewed and your credit history, obviously. 
you will need to have six months principal interest taxes and insurance and any applicable homeowners association dues in reserve in an account and then an appraisal on the property. And the appraiser will determine a market rent for that property. And as long as the principal interest tax and insurance and any applicable HOA expenses are covered by the projected rents, that is all there's needed for qualification. Now, these products have become so advantageous and investors are recognizing that they are so readily accepted by consumers that there have been a huge expansion on these types of products. Previously, it was 100% coverage, cover every single penny of the expense of the property and principal interest tax and insurance and the HOAs, and the loan is, is a done deal. There's no other qualification that comes into play, no debt to income, no lengthy review of tax returns for those of people with very extensive tax documentation. Their income might require many, many reams of paper. Um, those, are, those are the people who are benefiting from this the most. It simplifies everything. But for those people who are out there who thought, well, maybe the rent doesn't cover 100% in the market that I'm in, but I know this property is in an up-and-coming market. It's going to appreciate. And once I get in the door, I know I can rent it for more than what the appraiser has indicated. So there are investors out there who are allowing that debt service to be less than 100% coverage. So at this point, there are options out there, even if the fair market value for rental, as determined by the appraiser, does not cover the cost of the building, um, of the, the ownership, 100%. Now, that's amazing because truthfully, the benefit in having an investment property is in the tax returns. It's not in the monthly cash flow um, because you don't want to create an untaxed income stream, as your CPA will tell you. Um, so it really is offering people this, the huge benefit of they're not being held to specifically the need to meet 100% of the cost with the projected rent. Um, that, that's definitely not usually the case in the Bay Area where rents are astronomical and people who are paying rent are definitely aware of the concept that rents are not coming down by any stretch. But in other places around the country, rents are not as high and not as stable. And so this flexibility in this type of a product is definitely giving people um, you know, a fantastic opportunity to get themselves in the door and not have to be concerned whether or not that appraiser hit that number on the button with market rent. So if you're in the interest of buying an investment property, if you have looked at this before, or if you were thinking this was going to be a very complicated process for you, I really encourage you to, again, reach out to me, give me an understanding of what it is that you are seeking to achieve, and I will get you the figures that show you how simplified this process truly can be for you. Now, that is one of the options out there for investors. There are also bank statement loans for owner-occupied and investment properties. There are profit and loss statement loans and a plethora of other avenues, including just a stated income loan. That's right, folks, you heard it, stated income. We will be back in just a few moments and we will have great other conversations for you when it comes to your mortgage lending needs. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. Thank you for joining us on this fantastic Tuesday. We have a treat for you today. A guest here, Erica Pittman with Keller Williams Realty in Santa Cruz, 
has a magnificent listing in San Jose to talk about. Erica, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Misha. It's great to be here. Oh, wonderful. Well, we're happy to have you here. Now, Erica, you have a beautiful property to share with our listeners here today. Why don't you let us all in on this treasure? I do. It is such a fabulous home. Uh, my seller uh, bought it back in 1988, if you can believe that. And she actually lived up into it. Uh, she lived in it up until about four or five years ago when I helped her. She retired from Apple and she bought a beach home over here in Santa Cruz. So she's had it rented, but she just kept it up so, so well. It's beautiful. It's a 1,654 square foot, single level, uh, three bedrooms, one and a half baths. It's on a nice big lot, which is 7,405 square feet. And then on the back of the property, you've got a big two-car garage with a workshop with an additional room on the back of the garage with a staircase that goes up to a loft, which allows for a lot of um, storage and a possible ADU in the future. And then to top it all off, on the back of that, there's a big fenced-in dog kennel because uh, she's definitely a dog lover. So. Um, beautiful property. It's literally about one block down at the end of McDaniel. You run right into the gates to the um, San Jose Municipal Rose Garden. Oh. So it's a beautiful location. You're about eight minutes to Westgate and to uh, Santana Row and about five minutes from Highway 880. So great location. Fantastic. Now, this is a beautiful home and has a lot of charm to it, but it looks like there were some very conscientious upgrades done to this property. Can you tell us about those? There sure was. So um, yeah, it's it's kind of a nice mixture of the old, um, the old atmosphere of the 1940s when the house was built. You know, it's got some nice dark wainscoting throughout the home, but then the, ba the bathrooms and the kitchens have both been customly remodeled which are just beautiful. <clears throat> the trick, of course, with this property is because it's an old house, you know, when it comes time to sell, the seller's obviously grappling with what to fix, what to repair, and what right. to leave because there's probably going to be some upgrades done to this home, you know, when somebody buys it. Mm -hmm. um, but together, you know, we, we put our heads together and we worked together for about two weeks and we got no less than about 12 to 15 vendors in there, everything from painters to plumbers to HVAC and tree guys and the end result when it was all finished was just gorgeous. Of course, we ended by getting it staged and having professional photography and it just turned out so much better than we could have dreamed. So people just love it. It is quite a charming property and it looks like it has so much to offer. It has tremendous light. It has, a, it looks even a gate off the front of the driveway there. So, you know, in in these types of homes, it, that's definitely the balance and the blend that you, you have to come up with is how to modernize a home, but how to maintain that uniqueness. You, you, know, you don't want it to be just cookie cutter everywhere. And I think that this property definitely has those aspects of it. Um, now, it, when a seller has owned a property for this long, that's usually the challenge they run into is, gosh, what about all those dreams they thought they were going to get to? And so it looks like she did a great job of balancing what she had hoped to come up with uh, in her lifetime of owning that property and what she has before you now. Uh, so, uh, you know, did she have a favorite aspect of this upgrading that she took care of? I think the kitchen, most definitely. That was her baby. Um, it's got a very uh, unique and spectacular blue tile kitchen, um, mm -hmm. which is just, you know, it, 
it's amazing. And the first thing people say when they walk in is, oh, my gosh, I love this tile. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's very eclectic. And, and um, she did a really great job with it. It's definitely her favorite part of the house. Wonderful. Well, it shows. It shows. Pride of homeownership, ladies and gentlemen, that's where it's at here in San Jose. Erica, please let everyone know how to get in touch with you if they are looking for more of your expert guidance. Absolutely. So I can be found at Erica at EricaPittman.com. That would be my email. My phone number is 831-818-4123. And I have a great website. It is Beach Homes santacruz.com. Fantastic. Well, there you hear it, ladies and gentlemen. Not a property to be missed. Erica, thank you for joining us. We look forward to having you again. Thank you so much, Misha. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Oh, right. We are back One of the topics that I am constantly amazed with is the excitement of buyers here in the Bay Area. And they they have friends, they have family, they themselves have looked at the prices and they know the investment quality of purchasing in the Bay Area and the the market appreciation that they will gain here is far greater than anywhere in the nation with the exception, and sometimes it waffles back and forth between Manhattan and the greater Bay Area. Um, so it is a topic that comes up very frequently and uh, the concept of buying in and getting excited about it. Um, so I actually have on the call here today, Daniel Ibrahimi with Intero Realty. Daniel is here to share with us some listings, but also some strategy when it comes to a buyer dealing with multiple offers. Daniel, how are you today? Hey, Misa. Doing great. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Daniel, I know you have some great nuggets of wisdom to share with our listeners about multiple offers for a buyer. Please enlighten us. Yes. Thank you very much, Misha. I would say um, as discouraging as it can be, if you get outbid on a few properties, just never give up because there is a seller that will entertain your offer at the end of the day. A quick uh, story. I had these buyers looking at over 80, 90 houses over these past 10 months. And we made an offer this past week on a home in Saratoga. Six offers. We were number six. You know, the house was listed under 4 million. And we were we went up about four hundred thousand, Misha, four hundred thousand over asking price. We were not the highest offer, and we had changed our offer three times to try to come up <laughs> to that level, and we still didn't have it. So I asked the seller's agent. I say, so and so, can you let me come talk to the sellers? Ten o'clock at night, I go over there. I meet with the three sellers in their living room. And I basically just tell them, these are the, the people for your house. You have to accept them. There may be a little bit more money on the table, but it also may not appraise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a really hard decision. At the end of the day, they took our offer. Fantastic. Perseverance, ladies and gentlemen. And thinking outside yeah. the box. You know, there are a lot of realtors in the Bay Area. Obviously, real estate is booming, but not all realtors have the same set of tools in their toolbox. And Daniel is definitely one of those realtors who is going to champion the challenge for his clients. 
Now, Daniel, I know you have a couple yeah. of listings to share with us. So tell us, what are you bringing to I market? do. I have a home. Uh, thank you, Misha. I do have a home coming up in San Mateo in the next three weeks. It is a four-bedroom, three-bath in the Los Prados neighborhood. It's got 1,600 square feet on a 6,000-square-feet lot, brand-new remodel, top to bottom, and we'll be looking at about $1.9 million for that home. And I also have one coming up in Mountain View, which will be after Super Bowl Sunday, but it is two blocks from Castro Street, and that will be around $3 million. Um, three bedroom, two baths, 1,850 square feet, also a very nicely done uh, historic remodel. Wonderful. And, and we're seeing more of these properties coming to market where people are not just doing the gut remodel. It's not everything brand new. They are being very conscientious about what remains in the home and keeping some architectural charms uh, and you know, allowing for uniqueness of each property so that people can be excited about that unique and individual property. So I'm excited to see you know, your, your listing hit the market here. Now, Daniel, this is a really tough market for buyers. And we talk about this a lot about yeah. you know, the buyer fatigue. And we also are not really touching on in a lot of this, um, you know, what, what's happening with the sellers here of the sellers that you've supported recently, are you seeing sellers leaving the area, downsizing, moving to other properties around the Bay that they already own? What are you seeing the trend here for sellers? Yeah. What I'm seeing is a combination of all the above. I don't see people really moving to another side of the Bay. If people are leaving, they're either going, um, for example, from Northern California to Southern California or vice versa, mm -hmm. or they are going out of state is what right. people are doing. Yep, we're definitely seeing a lot of the uh, the out of state moving and particularly for the older generation, the, the people who are don't need to be here for work any longer and they're looking at how they can stretch their dollars in other states and other places and how they can enjoy their retirement more. So for all of those sellers out there who are on the fence you know, uh, please understand that having someone such as Daniel on your side to help you sell your property for the best price available in the market and with the strongest strategy is definitely going to help you in your future. And good luck with you in your retirement or whatever your financial endeavors may be. Daniel, let everyone know how to get in touch with you. Yes, it's uh, my cell phone is best. It'd be 408-761-2883 or my email is Daniel E like echo at intero.com. Intero is spelled I-N-T-E-R-O. Um, for the phone number, you're welcome to text or call anytime. No problem. Fantastic. Well, Daniel, we have just about a minute here. Tell me what you think you're, you're seeing here. Are you seeing more listings coming out? Do you, do you have any other, um, anyone else in your office have some fantastic coming soons? Just give the buyers a little taste of the trend that they can sure. look forward to. You know, I do see a lot of people trying to get out before December 31st, so I am seeing more and more listings come on, even though we're slowly going into the holidays. So that's a good sign. You know, there are mm -hmm. sellers that want to get out, and yep. there are buyers who want to come in and take advantage of the interest rate. So I would say if you're not planning on going far for the holidays, don't give up. Um, there are more inventory pieces coming. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Daniel. Always a pleasure to have you with us. We look forward to hearing from you, you again soon. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you, Barry. Now, as Daniel has relayed, folks, don't give up. 
This is your positive reinforcement crowd over here reminding you if you're a buyer in the Bay Area and you're looking to capitalize on a property before the end of year, sellers are looking to sell and they are bringing their properties to market and they're bringing them in, in great condition. We are not the type of market where people are just throwing things together and getting them out there as fast as they can. People are very conscientiously making upgrades and remodels to their properties to bring you the best that they can. We will be back in just a few moments to wrap up the show and bring you this week's challenge. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. We are here at the top of the show with this week's challenge. Now, the last two weeks have brought us some really fantastic results and a lot of communication from our listeners sharing how the challenge really helped them understand their position. And so this week's challenge is a little bit more in-depth for those buyers out there and even for you investors or someone who is thinking about expanding on your real estate portfolio. What I want you to take a look at this week is, do you know your flexing, your flexible financing options? Are you aware of how the various loan options that are out there will help you capture the property that you are seeking or how the flexible financing options that are out there will help you achieve the financial goals that you are seeking? So in that, if you've only been offered one loan type, if you walked into your big box bank and sat down and relayed over your dreams and hopes and goals, and they said, well, I have the loan for you, and they gave you one option. That's not really an option, is it? That's just what they have. Take it or leave it. Do you know how having flexible options will help you? Do you know how it'll help you stretch your budget? Or maybe it will help you come up with a a better grasp of the strategy that you have. I spent some time with a client who was looking at an investment property purchase and their issue was not whether or not they had the income to support the purchase, but whether or not they had the cash opportunity for the down payment and closing costs. And I spoke with them about what was their target type of property. And they said they really wanted to find a property that they could put their stamp on. They were holding funds in reserve in order to get that property under wraps, under contract, and then be able to make all of those repairs and upgrades and renovations that they had so dreamed of doing, basically a a project house. And so I postured them with the concept of a renovation loan. And I promise you that the silence on the other end of the phone was tangible. And they said they had never heard of it. So for ladies and gentlemen, if you have not heard of a renovation loan, I bring to you the most underutilized product in all of home lending. So renovation loans are a loan that allows you to capture a property and build into the acquisition of the property, the upgrade, renovation, or repair of the property. Now, a renovation loan can remedy defects. Does the property need a new roof? Does the property need a new foundation? Does the property need new plumbing? Does it have a mold problem? All of these issues that would normally make a property ineligible for financing become eligible with a renovation loan because you're going to fix all of these issues through the the acquisition and renovation loan that you are getting. Now, the down payment on a renovation loan is three and a half percent on an owner occupied home three and a half percent of the purchase price of the property plus the cost of improvements now presently in the bay area our loan limit on that is eight hundred twenty two thousand three hundred seventy five dollars we are hearing some fantastic crumbles of that 
loan amount getting much closer to the million dollar mark. And that will come out here very soon. We will be talking about specifically what that dollar amount is. But for now, that's still a healthy budget if you're looking at a renovation project um, that is for specifically for owner-occupied properties. Now, as an investor, a renovation loan allows you to put 15% down, not the typical 25. So a huge savings getting your foot in the door. And again, 15% of the cost of the property, they say agreed upon sales price, plus the cost of improvements. Now, it doesn't have to be all defect. It can be a property that has just been left without upgate, upgrades and updating for years, and it needs a modernization, and it's going to be your ability to utilize that product to your success. If you need more information, if you need better strategy, if you need information on what you specifically qualify for, please give me a call, 831-435-0385, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at Essex Mortgage. I'm also available on Facebook or LinkedIn. Now, this show does rebroadcast in its entirety Sundays at 3 p.m. So if you miss any part of the show, don't hesitate to dial back in and listen once more. It's been a pleasure joining you today. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Until then, be well, Bay Area.